the local cops in actually doing their job, and how to protect a bike from a highly motivated thief, and when to bother rousting a drunk from your lawn furniture, and how to encourage feral cats to shit in somebody else's children's sandbox, and how to determine whether a public school sucked too much to bother trying to fix it. There were also more contemporary questions like, what about those cloth diapers? Worth the bother? And was it true that you could still get milk delivered in glass bottles? Were the Boy Scouts okay politically? Was Bulgar really necessary? Where to recycle batteries? How to respond when a poor person of color accused you of destroying her neighborhood? Was it true that the glaze of old Fiesta ware contained dangerous amounts of lead? How elaborate did a kitchen water filter actually need to be? Did your 240 sometimes not go into overdrive when you pushed the overdrive button? Was it better to offer panhandlers food or nothing? Was it possible to raise unprecedentedly confident, happy, brilliant kids while working full-time? Could coffee beans be ground the night before you used them, or did this have to be done in the morning? Had anybody in the history of St. Paul ever had a positive experience with a roofer? What about a good Volvo mechanic? Did your 240 have that problem with the sticky parking brake cable? And that enigmatically labeled dashboard switch that made such a satisfying Swedish click but seemed not to be connected to anything, what was that? For all queries, Patty Berglund was a resource, a sunny carrier of socio-cultural pollen, an affable bee. She was one of the few stay-at-home moms in Ramsey Hill and was famously averse to speaking well of herself or ill of anybody else. She said she expected to be beheaded someday by one of the windows whose sash chains she'd replaced. Her children were probably dying of trichinosis from pork she'd undercooked. She wondered if her addiction to paint stripper fumes might be related to her never reading books anymore. She confided that she'd been forbidden to fertilize Walter's flowers after what had happened last time. There were people with whom her style of self-deprecation didn't sit well, who detected a kind of condescension in it, as if Patty, in exaggerating her own minor defects, were too obviously trying to spare the feelings of less accomplished homemakers. But most people found her humility sincere, or at least amusing, and it was in any case hard to resist a woman whom your own children liked so much and who remembered not only their birthdays, but yours too, and came to your back door with a plate of cookies or a card or some lilies of the valley and a little thrift store vase that she told you not to bother returning. It was known that Patty had grown up back east in a suburb of New York City and had received one of the first women's full scholarships to play basketball at Minnesota, where, in her sophomore year, according to a plaque on the wall of Walter's home office, she'd made second-team All-American. One strange thing about Patty, given her strong family orientation, was that she had no discernible connection to her roots. Whole seasons passed without her setting foot outside St. Paul, and it wasn't clear that anybody from the East, not even her parents, had ever come out to visit. If you inquired point-blank about the parents, she would answer that the two of them did a lot of good things for a lot of people. Her dad had a law practice in White Plains. Her mom was a politician. Yeah, a New York State Assemblywoman. Then she would nod emphatically and say, yeah, so that's what they do. 
as if the topic had been exhausted. A game could be made of trying to get Patty to agree that somebody's behavior was bad. When she was told that Seth and Mary Paulson were throwing a big Halloween party for their twins and had deliberately invited every child on the block, except Connie Monaghan, Patty would only say that this was very weird. The next time she saw the Paulsons in the street, they explained that they had tried all summer to get Connie Monaghan's mother, Carol, to stop flicking cigarette butts from her bedroom window down into their twins' little wading pool. That is really weird, Patty agreed, shaking her head. But, you know, it's not Connie's fault. The Paulsons, however, refused to be satisfied with weird. They wanted sociopathic. They wanted passive-aggressive. They wanted bad. They needed Patty to select one of these epithets and join them in applying it to Carol Monahan.